You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, where we're having straightforward, honest conversations about what goes on in married life behind closed doors, out in the open. We're bringing it out in the open, I guess, right? Well, but marriage happens out in the open, because this isn't a show just about sex. Because if you listen, this is one of the things that... But the I, fights and the conversations are behind closed doors sometimes, too. True that, but this is one of those things that I've got a, a member of the Mastermind group that uh, shout out to him Yeah. that he made the comment with some of the clients he works with because he's a psychologist is along in the field with me. Uh-huh. And he tells his clients to listen. He sends them here regularly, which is thanks for that. Yeah. But he tells them, I want you to listen to several episodes because it's a show about sex. But as you start to listen to it, you realize it's not a show about sex. It's a show about how you do life. Exactly. And how you're better. And that's marriage out in the open. Exactly. Because that's what we're all trying to be is better. Mm-hmm. And so here at Sexy Marriage Radio, um, the way we get better is through the help of the SMR Nation. Mm-hmm. And they email us, they call in with their questions, their thoughts, their topics that they want us to cover, their praise, their criticisms. We want it all. And you can call us at 214-702-9565 and leave a voicemail on the voicemail line. Or send us an email to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com where the inbox is constantly dinging with thoughts and information that people are looking for to help their sex life and their specific situations in marriage because that's what we want to do we do and then we also ask the smr nation to jump out there onto itunes or google play or however you listen and rate and review leave a comment spread the word that sexy marriage radio has got it going on because they do. The nation, I'm telling you, the people... The, uh, and the reason Sexy Marriage Radio has got it going on is because of the SMR nation. That's right. Because it's growing and it's vibrant and it's engaged. And we want that just to continue on into the end, towards the end of 2020 and then beyond. Yeah. And if you're looking for a way to add a little spice or spark or fl- fun or flirty to your marriage, we're going to encourage you to go to intimately.us, U.S., and download the app that we just talked about last week. Yeah, I'd love to hear responses from people of what they're finding on it. So, but intimately us, us find it in your app store. It's a way to add a little spice to your marriage and increase the intimacy and the connection that can go on. Mm-hmm. So, coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is a conversation I had with a psychologist named Hillary Jacobs Hindle that she is in the field and she has this concept that she's really latched onto it's been out there for a while but she's really honing in on it called the change triangle okay and it's really how do we deal with our emotions and our the whole dynamic of our body better rather than immediately going to i got to just shut it down and not feel anything Mm. because a lot of there's a lot of emotions that we do this with in there i mean yeah absolutely you start to feel a little anger and so you either explode with it or you try to Get, get away with it, you know, get away it's from it. It's a ticking time bomb potentially, right? right? And so her whole philosophy is a way to kind of just get to the deeper core of ourselves hmm. and then in turn have a deeper connection because most feelings that we have, not only are they neutral in and of themselves because we apply the judgment to them, there's also multiple things in there too. 
right? I could be feeling anger, but also built in there can be sadness. Or I could feel anger and it built in there is also arousal. There's a lot of different things that can happen. Right. That's going on at the same time. And so her work is about helping people just channel that and funnel it to just be better and be more engaged in a deeper, meaningful existence with the people around you. Mm, that's going to be great. And then coming up on the extended content of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there is no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash Academy. I continue the conversation with Hillary, mm-hmm. and we're talking about just listening to the body and how this thing came about with the change. Trying, you know, We get into the deeper kind of the psychology of it, okay. the, some of the theory of it. And trying to just go even further on how does this apply? You know, how do, how do we really enhance this concept? Well, because that's what we need with anything, right? I, I, we, can, we can talk high level all day. but in Theory say, is theory. Yeah, until you figure out how to apply it. Yep, application matters. And mm-hmm. so that's where we go in the extended today. Nice. So all that's coming up on today's show. Well, joining me for this episode of Sexy Marriage Radio is a newfound friend and colleague, Hillary Jacobs-Hindle. And I, I just want to jump right in with you, Hillary, just because okay. I think I think what you have, I mean, you have a book out that's, it's not always depression, which I love that kind of concept of anytime we can do a counterintuitive anti kind of a, a flair to something that's kind of more mainstream and like, well, but what if it's this? Um I like those people <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. we want to think a little differently. Cause that's usually what shocks us into, Hey, what about, and maybe we start to get curious then and, and go a different route. But I'm curious because you, the main thing that it seems like you've landed on is this idea of the change triangle. And yes. I want to just go there. Let's just start mm-hmm. kind of a uh, higher level. And then we just go down to wherever we go with it. Okay, sounds great. Well, the the change triangle is really about emotions and talk about counterintuitive, right? Mm-hmm. We are taught in our society, in our schools, in our families, everything that is opposite that I am um, or that it used to be. I, I think there's a, the zeitgeist is changing. Yeah. But the counterintuitive part about emotions, which is to lean into them which is to lean into the physical sensations that our emotions produce. And one, the the sort of aha moment for me was, oh my gosh, emotions are physical. Yes. Okay. But we, we know that we experience that. So the change triangle is um, something that I didn't invent. I learned it in 2004 when I went to an academic conference on emotions and trauma and attachment relationships. Okay. And I saw this, triangle and I was immediately organized my my mind okay was organized in a new way that made so much sense and that made sense of my anxiety and it made sense of my feelings okay and it was it was so profound for me excuse me that I went on to study the method that this triangle was part of uh, as I was becoming a psychotherapist okay and then to make a long story short, I was sharing this triangle with my friends and my family because I was like, you got to see this. You know, we, we didn't learn this in high school. Why didn't we ever get this information? Why is it just so isolated to a small group of specialized therapists? And then this sort of pet peeve that we don't that none of us get any emotion education has re- really turned into a moral outrage. OK, 
because we have an epidemic of anxiety and depression and people don't communicate, they miss each other, they fight, they get defensive mm -hmm. and emotions as far as I'm concerned is the key to well-being and understanding how to work with them in very particular ways. Okay. So that's what the triangle is a diagram that shows how emotions work in the mind and body and it's a tool to work in the present moment to move from disconnected states through emotions which take us to this sort of open-hearted, connected, curious, my favorite word that you mentioned, yep. compassionate, um, part, our best selves, where we can really be open to hearing other, other people. Okay. And hearing ourselves. Okay. So let's, let's kind of then go with this idea of, cause you know, when we're trying to make this translate to a podcast and the audio of it, cause if mm -hmm. this was a video, it'd be different. We could have a little, you know, visual of this, but yes. we can paint the picture of, of what this is, because from my understanding of this, it's, it's a triangle, but it's inverted mm -hmm. on the way That's you would normally enough. think of it. And so let's mm -hmm. walk, walk me through in our, in the SMR nation of, what is what are the different points of it? Absolutely. First time I'd say that anybody that is near a computer or a cell phone of any kind that has internet access, if you Google the change triangle, a picture will come up. So you don't that makes, have that to makes it even easier. It. Well done. Yes. <laughs> but for those that are walking around and they don't have that and they don't want to, or they're screen, driving, because I have a lot of people that listen while they're yes. driving, and so I'm always a big yes. advocate of don't try but to do don't. other things while you're driving. <laughs> this is about focusing and just listening. So okay. Exactly. So basically, if you imagine an upside down triangle superimposed on your body and the point of the triangle is somewhere between your heart, around your stomach area, kind okay. of between you start your in, in your core. Yep. And, and then the top of the triangle, let's just imagine it is kind of sitting above your shoulders. OK. And at the very simplest, when we have emotions, right, we we intuitively in our culture move away from them. We go up into our head so that Correct. we're moving up the triangle. And now we're kind of sitting in our heads and more anxious because when the head starts going, um, you know, we kind of get churning in our thoughts and ruminations and whatnot, particularly when we're having a difficult emotional moment. And um, so let's just imagine, let me go through the, the three corners of the triangle. Thank briefly. you. Yeah, perfect. So it all begins with these thing called these things called core emotions. Okay. These are sp special categories of emotions that really Charles Darwin wrote about in the turn of the century and William James who these were people who were writing about emotions and observations and since then many other um, people have studied emotions and they're <clears throat> <clears throat> For lack of a better word, we could call them the selfish emotions. Okay. Even though I don't like that word, they're all about what's best for us. I get it. You're, you're, but you're, you're talking to somebody that believes selfishness yeah. gets a bad rap. So, I agree. So we it, can just call them yep. they, self interest. Yep, that'll work. They're, they're, they're survival emotions. They're what evolved from mammals for hundreds of thousands of years to make sure that whatever's going on in the environment, we notice it. It registers and we can move. Yep. And so core emotions are there to react quickly. Men and women and every gender in between have the exact same core emotions. The other aha mo mo moment, I know I wasn't taught this. I thought I was supposed to control my core emotions. They are, let me just say to keep every, so no one's in suspense. The core emotions are anger and sadness right. and fear 
and disgust okay. and joy, excitement and sexual excitement. And there are other, many other emotions and there's many other words for emotions, but I use these on the change triangle because they, they're the most practical ones to get to know how to work with. They, yeah. they're, um, they make sense to yeah. work with. And when we're with them, we can do a lot of good things with them. And it's all something I think every one of us can identify. If you've listened to Sexy Marriage Radio for any length of time, you've heard us talk about how marriages have struggles. Life has struggles, but you're not alone. If something's interfering with your well-being or preventing you from achieving your goals, help is available. I've had the help of a great therapist at several different points in my life, and I would not be experiencing the life, marriage, or family I have today without them. This is where our sponsor, BetterHelp, comes into play for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And in many cases, you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And with a broad range of expertise available, this is available to clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You get timely, thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you never have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's often more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier and healthier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash SMR. That's Better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This is actually one therapist recommending other therapists because finding the right professional to work with makes all the difference. Special offer for our listeners in the SMR Nation is you get 10% off your first month. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com forward slash smr today here's here's been my experience hillary mm -hmm. is that um, we take some of these different core emotions that you're describing here and we even consolidate those down into just a few smaller list you know because like anger is a covering emotion in a lot of ways mm -hmm. but there's also a little bit stuff in there that it's like maybe it's not anger maybe it is sadness maybe mm -hmm. it's fear and so i love how it can expand into yeah these are things that i think everybody can identify with in some yeah. way of their life because they can look at it and go yep i've experienced that i remember that that was actually just yesterday or you know whatever it might be that that's the stuff that we all encounter absolutely it, you know and if we're lucky we encounter it there are some people you know because right from the get-go when we're born we're socialized and we're that's taught fair. what emotions are okay for our for our mother and father um you know angers are really tough one for for a lot of families yep. um, particularly we could start to think in terms of women are largely socialized to think that you know it's not nice to be an angry woman it's not nice to have anger and men are pretty much socialized out of having the tender emotions like right. sadness right. and fear and so we can get into how that affects depression and anxiety because it's all related how we're socialized but suffice it to say these the, the point of the triangle is in the body because these core emotions are body-based programs, meaning their whole point when they're triggered, let's use an example. Maybe we can use an example from a, uh, a relationship. Um, let's say my husband calls me a name. He gets angry and he says, you know, you're such a big dummy, right? right? Um, that is going to trigger in my brain, probably, ang depending on who I am and depending on how I'm wired, probably some combination of anger and sadness, okay. maybe shame, whatever. 
but let's just say it, it provokes anger inside the, the middle of my brain. It's not under conscious control. Before right. I even know right. that I'm angry, the, the limbic system, as you probably know, is going to connect with my lower brain, which yep. is going to connect with the vagus nerve. It's going to activate virtually every organ in my body to get me ready for a big old fight. Yep. Totally. Uh, yes. And so the word emotion even comes from movement, right? So it's mm -hmm. emotions are there to make us move. And that, that action is meant by, um, through again, evolution, uh, or whatever you want to call it, some adaptation to keep us safe yeah. and to defend ourselves. Yeah. So if we're socialized to block anger, so now, you know, I may be 30 years old and I was raised in a family where we just don't do anger. And so I learned early on to suppress my anger. What I'm going to do every time somebody makes me angry is I'm going to squash down that core emotion of anger Right. And I'm calling yep. it a core emotion. It yep. can also be defensive, but I'm calling it and we're using the example now of core emotion because so many couples struggle with anger. And in, and I'm going to go up the triangle and I'm going to experience one of my inhibitory emotions. OK. And so let's the, the upper right hand corner of the triangle has a second category of emotions that are designed to keep us connected to people we care about and who we really need to keep us safe when we're young. And the inhibitory emotions are shame and guilt and anxiety. Okay. And they are very good at covering up our emotions and making us stop having our emotions. So if I was taught that anger is bad, I may feel now ashamed every time I feel angry. Uh, I won't, I'll lose access to my anger. I'll be on the right. top of the triangle. Right. And so then if you imagine being socialized in a culture where we don't even, where emotions are considered weak. Yep. And emotions yep. are considered, you're supposed to control your emotions, even though scientifically that is not possible. We can only control how we handle them right. once they're triggered. Right. Then I'm going to be swirling in my body. I'm going to have a bunch of core emotions that are stuck there from childhood and everything else. I'm going to have a bunch of inhibitory emotions that are trying to keep them down. And that feels so awful inside yep. that I'm going to move to the top left corner, the top left-hand corner of the triangle, which is defenses. Okay. And in the way that I work in AEDP, defenses are not bad things. Okay. Defenses are conceived as the best protection we could offer ourselves in the face of overwhelming emotions with too much unwanted aloneness. Okay. And therefore, we the mind can create ways to keep us, to spare us the pain of emotions which hurt right. physically and mentally. And so we're constantly rotating around this triangle from defenses to inhibitory emotions to core emotions throughout the day and throughout our lives. And at any given moment, we can say, oh, I'm in a defensive state, I'm in an anxious or mm -hmm. shame state or guilty state, or I'm having a core emotion. Okay. Then there's one more place that's important, and then I'm going to hand it back to you, You're Corey, doing, which this, is- This is good. Okay. <laughs> Under the triangle, on the below the, the point- is this state that we're all trying to spend more time in okay. that is um, again in the change triangle. I took out the jargon. So, cause I, 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 this is a public health tool that I think everybody should learn in high school. And that okay. state is called the open hearted state of the authentic self. Okay. And in that state, it's characterized by all these C words like calm, 
right? We all want to feel calm in our mind and body. We want to feel connected to ourselves and nature and other people. We want to feel kindly and compassionate towards ourselves and others. I think most people, maybe not everybody. Right. We want to be courageous to handle what life brings us to say, okay, this one was tough. I fell down. I failed, but I can you know, dust myself off and go back out in the world. And we want to feel confident. We want to be curious. So all these C words. Yeah. And the ticket to to spending more time there, not every moment of every day, that's impossible because life happens and life is hard, Right. is through the core emotions so that when something in the environment, which we pick up through our five senses, triggers a core emotion, we're at a crossroads. We can move away from it. And then that takes us up the triangle. Right. We can lean into it, which is what I teach people to do, to go through the emotion, learn from what it's telling us, process it, release the energy that all emotions have, and then the body comes down and we feel good about ourselves. We haven't blocked off or disavowed parts of ourselves that are key. And that's pretty much the change triangle. It's how to to work with emotions to get to better places. Okay. So some of this falls into the phrase of... I have to feel it to heal it or mm-hmm. experience it, which mm-hmm. is a little counter to the way a lot of people live in the mm-hmm. sense that if I'm in something that's going on and it's one of the negative emotions, because it is, this is the interesting thing to me too about the whole world of emotions. Uh, a rational human being, and it's interesting I'm using the word rational because I'm bringing a brain into an emotion thing, which, okay, mm-hmm. you know, that aside well, we for a that. second. Yeah, that aside for a second. But, yes. Uh, a rational human being, I want to feel those really good core emotions, mm-hmm. but not the bad ones. Mm-hmm. And my experience is we don't get a choice. <laughs> if I'm going to feel one, I'm going to feel the other because mm-hmm. that's part of the human existence, isn't it? Yes. Yes. That if we start to block experiences, we block all experiences because often feelings come up together and we can have opposite feelings at the exactly. same time. Yes. So you're yeah. absolutely right. There's one more kind of caveat that I just, the more I, I talk about emotions to people, the more that I just want to clarify one Perfect. Thing. Again, because of our emotion phobic culture, all of it, when I start to talk about emotions, people go to, well, oh, I, I, you know, what kind of a world would it be if we're just wearing our emotions on our sleeves and we're always then going to be fighting and being mean to each other or crying? And what I want to just clarify if very importantly, is that experiencing emotions is a completely internal process, Right. the way that I'm talking about it. There's absolutely no action. There's no interpersonal action yet. There's no talking. There's no doing anything. Right. That that is the very last step when we bring in our thinking brains. And I, I, I'm like you, I love logic and reason and yep. I love to think. And then once we've, once we've, understand why we're feeling what we're feeling and we've leaned into it and listened to what the message is, then we think through what is the best way to handle this emotion out in the world so it doesn't hurt my partner, hurt me, do anything destructive that we always want to think what is the most constructive way to handle because emotions can be very destructive and all sorts of terrible things have been done in the name, you know, of anger for for particular. Absolutely. And well, all sorts of terrible things can be done in the name of all kinds of the core emotions, yes. right? Exactly. It's because on, in the name of love, right. I can right. I can do some things that are like, that is totally egregious. That's right. Right. That's exactly. Okay. So, so we want to be good people. 
Well, that's the whole goal to me is how do we all be better citizens in, in amongst exactly. the people we live with, right? Exactly. Um, so how I'm hearing this as this is about um, trying to disrupt the normal pattern in the way I have operated, which some of it is conditioned uh, by my upbringing and my surroundings, you know, because you describe the whole what if you're raised in a, ha- in a ha- family where emotions are just no, you can't you can't show them at all, which therefore you can take the message because most of us humans. When something's not blatantly talked about, we can assume a negative with it. Yes. Right. Exactly. And so, so if I'm not hurt, if I don't hear, you know what, it's okay to be sad here. I assume sad is a bad thing and mm-hmm. I got to then run from it, which is where I move up the chain. Yep. But the goal then from what, from what, the way you frame this with this, with this triangle is the goal is to just recognize it, calm, like stop myself for a moment. Because I think, mm-hmm. tell me if I'm, I'm, I'm kind of new to this, this I, yeah. I've heard of this philosophy, but not to yeah. this depth. Right. So I, I hear it as the, the, the desire to want to run from it is also a natural thing because it's been a survival technique we've been using in my family. Exactly. And so I'm of the opinion as a family therapist that there's times where, oh yeah, the things you learn to adapt to your surroundings, those were probably really good in the moment. Absolutely. Right. You're raised by an alcoholic father or an abusive vocal mother. You figure out how to not poke the bear, not get out. You know, all those kinds of things become survival mechanisms. Absolutely. But then you carry that forward and it doesn't work anymore. And so you're describing, I need to recognize it and then feel it, lean into that because that'll for a lot of people in the SMR nation, myself included, some of those will freak us out, right? <laughs> when I've, like, I'm actually going to feel sadness. No, I don't really want to. I don't, that's not a good one to do, but that's the, that's the path to then getting in touch with the deeper core of me. That's exactly right. Okay. Now, what I will say is the way we're saying it, it's like, oh, just like you're saying, that sounds so simple. Just lean into my emotions. No, that is terrifying. <laughs> yes, it is. It's terrifying. And, And one of the reasons that I started writing, um, I was never a writer until I actually had something that I felt so compelled to to say. Right. And the reason that I that I wrote the book is because for me personally, everything that I read in becoming a psychotherapist gave me it demystified emotions. And I was raised by a psychiatrist. I was raised by a shrink. Okay. We were we were up in our head. We didn't do emotions. Right. and, And you know, I was stiff upper lip and, you know, really um, was valued for sort of my strength. What I think people need emotion education before they can decide whether they're going to lean into their emotions. And so, and not only, and you, and because the, the big problem with emotions is you can't think your way through an emotion. You have to experience it. Yep. How do you have an experience of an emotion so that you can learn that you're okay experiencing emotions? <laughs> And so the in in the book, and I'm not mentioning the book to hawk my wares. I really want to explain. Yep. No, you're great. That what I tried to do, I, I wrote seven stories from my practice to show people exactly what it is close to having an experience of your own, a vicarious experience okay. of what it 
means to actually dip into, to feel a sensation in your body, to stay with that sensation as you breathe with it and through it and what happens next and how you get there so that you would, so that the, a person would have one, an education to understand emotions, know a little bit of the science of why this makes sense, yep. then have a story as though you were a fly on the wall yep. in my office. Yep. And then a gentle exercise to try to dip your toe in the water. And through that process, again and again, and becoming more curious and seeing, oh, this wasn't, I didn't die from this. Because right. I, I can't tell you how many men particular who are social, particularly in my practice, who are socialized not to have any feelings. I help them come to a feeling, even if it's a positive feeling, like experiencing joy or experiencing um, excitement or experiencing sadness. And we do it, and an emotion really doesn't last more than a pure core emotion, a couple of minutes. Yep. And they're like, oh, my God, I feel so much better. Yep. I thought I was going to die. Yep. I don't know why I thought that was so scary. But, you know, anything that's taboo, we think, oh, my God, I won't be able to handle it. Plus, we were young when these things were blocked. So those feelings were much more intense yep. than now that we have developed brains, we modify our emotions and we can handle them. Right. That's... So, I love it. Um, and so before we kind of close this part out of the show with you, Hillary, I want um, you made the comment of oh, we didn't even get to sex. Well, we'll get well. But see, here you go, because you're, you're teeing it up perfectly for me because um, you made the comment of I'm honestly not trying to hawk my wares with mm -hmm. this. And I get it. Uh, but I'm going to blatantly say I'm hawking my wares of the extended content, because that's where we're going to go next. <laughs> so, um, okay. but I do want to let everybody else in the SMR nation, um, how do they find you? And I'll put all this in the show notes too, but um, mm -hmm. I want them to tell, tell people how they can find more of you in this, in this work. Um, thank you so much. So as I said, my, 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 my bread and butter is my psychotherapy practice, which is wonderful. And the writing about emotions and the creating resources about emotions is really more like a hobby. So um, I have a bunch of like, I have a warehouse of free resources that I create yep. on my yep. website, which is hillaryjacobshendel.com. You can Google the chain triangle, you can Google Hillary Hendel, you'll get to it. And I have a, a change triangle YouTube channel where we can go through certain experiential mm -hmm. exercises and you can see me talking and explaining the change triangle ad nauseum. It's that's like, fantastic. It's, that's my singular mission is no. that one day this will be basic education in high school. Um, and then I would welcome people to stay connected. I have a blog and then you can, you know, give me your email address and you get a new article once a month and I don't spam and I don't sell anything. Right. And I really just want to help people understand emotions and get rid of the myths, all the myths and the incorrect information about emotions. And you don't even have to feel an emotion, but do learn about it. <laughs> so you'll have a choice. <laughs> no, that's that's perfect, because this is one of those things that one of the fundamental truisms of life is uh, the things that I'm not aware of that are controlling me. Mm -hmm. The way when I can become more aware of them and then have the tools to to actually experience them because that's the difference is it's experiencing mm -hmm. them it's not managing them because that's the thing i i teach and believe in the idea of we don't manage emotions we got to mm -hmm. experience them and tolerate them because the key through them is where we find healing and we find vibrancy and we find depth and so that's exactly what you're doing and i love every minute of it 
Yes. And and people, you know, just when they experience emotions, even though emotions can be painful, even joy can be painful when you're really in your body with it. Every You feel better at the end because people feel more connected to themselves. Exactly. And it just, it reaps uh, a lot of benefits. Totally. So, well, I'm Hillary, so, thanks so much for the time thus far. And great. I can't wait till we're heading next. All right. All right. Who knew the power of a triangle? Well, valid question. I'm not even sure how to respond to that. But thank you, Hillary, for being here with us today. Absolutely. I love it when I can stump my wife. Yeah, I got, I got nothing on that one. But it is fascinating to me that if, if you look at all across the landscape in the mental health field, there are so many uh, good theories that can really help that are applicable and practical for people. And sometimes it's just... And for pretty much everyone. It's not like it's a small segment of people. It's right. pretty yeah. much across the because, board. I mean, today's day and age, what we're living in is full of emotions and anxieties and, mm -hmm. and different things that are everybody's ha you're going to mm -hmm. have with what's going on in the world and uncertainty and school mm -hmm. starting up again and, you know, everything that's happening. So how do we just level ourselves, center ourselves and have a deeper connection with people. Because mm -hmm. I think that's what sees us through this whole thing. Yeah. And so what we want with the SMR Nation is a deeper connection. And the way we get that is you let us know what's going on. So if there's something you want more of or was undone from this conversation, 214-702-9565 is how you can let us know. So wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks again for taking some time out of your week to spend it with us. See you next time.